Hey friends, welcome to Let's Get Real. We're your hosts, Jen and Ash. We are so glad you're listening. Each week we will talk about life, the good, the bad, and the crazy, but living through all of this with Jesus. So, let's get real. Hello, ladies. Hey, guys. How are y'all doing today? How are you doing today, Jen? I'm good. I'm so glad we're back together. Yes, I know. We have missed each other. Mm-hmm. Missed doing our podcast. Yeah. But it's been a trying couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I know we did a Facebook Live, so if you don't know about all of that, you can go on our page, Jen and Ash on Facebook, and you can watch the video. Yes. And it'll tell you everything that's gone on mm-hmm. in the past few weeks. So <laughs> today we want to focus on a topic that both of us have dealt with and deal with yeah um and a lot of that i dealt with the past couple of weeks too and i know you have mm-hmm. in different ways yeah um but today our message at church was very um uplifting mm-hmm. because i think both of us needed to hear it. and i almost didn't go this morning yeah to church just because i felt like well number one you know i'm recovering from everything that's gone on the procedure and stuff and so I was just like, I didn't know if I had enough energy today to go to church. And then I knew I was going to try to eat lunch with my husband's parents and and then try to do the podcast. And I, so I was thinking in my mind, you know, like that's going to be too much for me to do. Mm-hmm. And um, But I'm so glad that I went. Yeah. And um, I got to love on sweet Lauren and Tyler's baby mm-hmm. and hold him. He's so cute. Yes. And he's saying... Oh, when we sang the last worship song together, he sang. To, I mean, he was like singing and kicking his feet in his hands, <laughs> and it just blessed me so much. Yeah. And I said, "Thank you, Jesus, that I did not allow Satan to take my day and keep you away and keep for me one away more week from what I needed to hear. Mm-hmm. I needed to hear it. Like yeah. everything that I've been." going through for the past couple of weeks mm-hmm. I needed to hear today's message mm-hmm. and I know you did too yeah so I know there's a couple of scriptures you want to share you want to go first yeah I really meditate on scripture Philippians 4 verses 6 through 7 do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. That's so comforting, like when you read that, Mm -hmm. to hear those words, to know, and you trust, and you know God, you have that relationship, you know that He's there with you, and you know that you have that hedge of protection, I think, around you, but things still happen. Mm -hmm. We're still human and we still deal with things because though we do have that relationship and we have been called to Christ, He did not promise that it was going to be easy. Right. He didn't promise at all that nothing would happen. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm pretty sure that if you watched, if you've read the Bible and you saw the life that Jesus, when He came to live on earth, he lived sinless, a sinless life, mm-hmm. but he came here as a human, right. just just to like go us, through every to single go through thing that we deal with and, and more, right? And never, ever gave in to temptation. No, never wavered. Never, never. Mm-mm. 
So to have that security in Christ is so comforting when you're dealing with those type things like being anxious or nervous or, you know, worrying. I know worrying is a sin. Yeah. Sometimes it's not worrying. Sometimes it's just a fear of not knowing what's coming next, but you have to trust God's plan is already in place. Like he already knows what's going to happen tomorrow, Mm -hmm. the next day, and the next day. Like he already has everything planned out. Yeah. That to me is comforting and that does help take away some of that mm-hmm. worry, but it doesn't. Com- it hasn't completely. I don't know. I think like going through uncertain times is when you're really tested. Your right. faith is really, really tested. Mm-hmm. And I know that through this, us doing this podcast and doing lots of things together, and everything that I went through with the you know being in the hospital and everything. And things that you've gone through, <clears throat> excuse me, in your personal life and mine too, our faith has really been tested. Yeah, to say the least. Right. Almost to where, I'll be completely honest with you, where I was two weeks ago, and I was so, or three weeks ago, when I was so sick, I was thinking in the back of my mind, and I kept telling myself, like, okay, God. It really feels like that, and I'm going to have to get something to drink. I'm sorry, because I feel like I'm going to cough. Well, for me, and I'll just talk while you're doing that. You know, it's weird, because up to that point, you and I were kind of like at different places. Like, right. if you were down, I was good. If mm-hmm. I was down, you were good. But I think at that particular time, you were being attacked, and I was too. And right. we were both weak. Right. And I was to the point where I was like, I don't, I, who am I to even be doing this podcast? Like mm-hmm. talking about all these things, Christian, and just well, none of us really are beating myself up and beating myself down mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. But and I know that. I mean, I questioned, and I didn't question, it wasn't like that I was questioning God, but it was like having that conversation in the quiet when I was by myself, because there were nights that I was there, you know, by myself, and I just kept thinking, like, it really feels like that we are under attack yeah, from every angle. Mm-hmm. It's like he's trying to destroy everything, and if he can't get our marriage, or if right. he can't get our kids, or if he can't get our job, or right. we can't get this, then it's going to be Your my health. health. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm tired of it. Like, l- stop. Yeah. Like, just He leave. was relentless. Right. Relentlessly fighting. But think about Job. Oh, yeah. That's how comfort to me is knowing, because my mom, my mom always told me, and I listened when she said this, like, if you're the closer you are to God, mm-hmm. the harder the devil's going to fight you. Right. So when life starts to get easy, you better get back on your knees because mm-hmm. you're not where you need to be. Yeah, you're not being a warrior. Right. So then it answered that it was almost like God telling me or or speaking through that situation, you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, do not give up. Do not quit. Do not 
stop fighting. Yeah. And if I'm completely honest, like, and I am, I'm going to be completely Mm -hmm. honest on here because we are real and I don't mind sharing. Mm -hmm. But there was even, I mean, I'm in the hospital for two weeks and this is very personal. So I don't, but there's no judgment zone here. I mean, um, and I know that people are going to, you know, people are going to hear it and, and that's fine. But I was in the hospital there for two weeks and I was in such severe pain that there was no, and because of the autoimmune, like my pain receptors aren't the same. So anyway, I was on this really strong pain medicine that they had to give me through IV. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they were giving it to me. I was completely, really, I, I would say out of it. Yeah. Well, every two hours you were getting it. Yes. It was like that bad. And so when I come home, well, even before that, I think there was one night that you had came to visit me. Do you remember that? And there was, and I'm not going to go into deep detail. But were you, you still in I, the hospital? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you and I were talking and we were having a conversation mm-hmm. and I was down and you were down. Mm-hmm. And we started talking about something and I knew at that moment what I needed to share with you. Yeah. What God had laid on my heart mm-hmm. to share with you. And I had to share it. Yeah. And, and I stormed out. And you left. Yeah. But it was okay because I looked at Nick. He was there because he's, I mean, right. he's been there. But I looked at him and I said, I know I didn't just lose my best friend. I just did what God told me to do. Yeah. And so I had to say those words. Like, and I want you to be the same when you talk to me. Like, don't ever hold back. Right. Hold me accountable. Don't let me forget where I'm at or my place. Don't right. don't let me lose sight. That's why we need accountability mm-hmm. partners. That's why we need each other. Because I knew at that moment you may walk out that door, but you were my best friend. And I knew that you needed to hear what I had to say because I was, to be completely honest with you, I don't even remember everything that I said, so I know it didn't come from me. Mm-hmm. But I knew that it had to come out, like it needed to be said. Right. And so when you left, I was like, you know, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay. She, I was like, Jesus, just take her and yeah, heal it. Like well, I was like completely broken. Um, I remember driving home that night just crying. <laughs> Did you hate me? No. <laughs> no, I didn't hate you. I mean, I, I needed to hear it. Mm-hmm. And... I didn't like it, but, mm-hmm. you know, that's just part of loving someone is speaking the truth. And, like, I knew it wasn't coming from a, bla- a bad place. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I mean, and I needed that, too. And I got that. So, in turn, when I came home, and I hope that he doesn't mind me sharing. I know that he probably doesn't. But, um. I came home and I'd been on this medicine for, you know, so long. I was completely out of it. I'd Mm -hmm. been put to sleep three different times while I'm in the hospital. So on top of being under anesthesia fog, then I've Mm -hmm. taken this, um, what is, I don't even know what it was, the the IV medication. Yeah. And it just, that was the only thing they could do to help me Mm -hmm. because of how bad it was. And then they send you home and they're giving you all these medicines to take and so you're out of it mm-hmm. and so i am taking 
the medicine, like I'm trying to take care of myself because I don't want anybody else to take care of me. Right. I don't want Nick to have to worry about me. He's already missed like so much work. My parents have missed. But you're not a burden. I know. And I wound up taking way more because I misread. I don't know if I misread or. Well, you were confused. Well, yeah. Because you were out of it. Out of it. I mean, I was like that after I had my jaw surgery. I mean, That's why you can't have someone. You can't be in control of your medication no. when you're when you're sick like that. No. So literally, the mon- I think it was the Monday that I got back home, or the Tuesday. I can't remember what day it was. Maybe it was Monday. Um, but Nick looked at me and like he was so scared. Like I was planning to have a Bible study <laughs> in my house, y'all. This is I, I can laugh about it now. Okay. But I'm so thankful that God did exactly what he needed to do at that moment with my husband, whom before I we ha- don't have didn't have that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. But at that moment, he's like, I need you to look at me. Like, I need to talk to you. You need to go to bed. You do not need to talk. You do not need to be on the phone. Mm-hmm. You don't need to talk to anybody. I don't know what's going on or what's wrong, but you're like kind of out of it. Something's going on. Mm-hmm. And I had taken, like, where it says take one, like, every four to six hours, I had been taking two every four hours. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know where I was or who I was. I mean, I was like Bozo the Clown, apparently. I don't remember. Yeah. But I needed somebody to look at me and shake me Mm -hmm. because I was taking that on top of the other drugs plus the steroids that they were giving me. Everything that they had sent me home, if you don't have somebody paying attention to that for you, that can really get out of hand. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what would have happened. Like, he was afraid that I wouldn't have woken up. Like, Mm -hmm. I would have rolled over, took my medicine, Mm -hmm. and not woke up. Right. And, I mean, it literally took him... um, and I and my daughter and my mom to sit down and look at me, and they were like, "You got to." And that's really personal to mm-hmm. share because I've never been one. Well, you weren't doing no. it intentionally. No, no, at all. No, there so was there's no nothing intention. to be ashamed of or feel bad about. You were just trying. You were calling yourself trying to be helpful and not a you know hindrance. Because I had to- been that way. I feel like I'd been that way for right. three. You know, three weeks I'd been in the hospital. You know, you're not I'm bills. You mm-hmm. got all these things that I'm having. All these procedures I had to have done. I mean, I have no idea what that's going to look like. But when you it know comes what? In, it but it's all okay. goes back to worry, right? And so that's where the scripture comes mm-hmm. in. And so Nick literally, I mean, it was him and I think it was him, you and my mom and Abby, correct, that prayed with me. But I needed him to look at me like I looked at you that night. Mm -hmm. And I needed him to say, because I thought, oh, I can control this. I'm fine. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm doing, I'm 37 years old. I don't need Mm -hmm. someone to tell me how to do this. Mm -hmm. And he's looking at me like, no, I need you to look at me. Mm-hmm. And from that moment, and he prayed, like he prayed with us. And at that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, I have I have somebody else besides. It's like, so what I did for you, mm-hmm. God in turn turned around and blessed and did the same thing for me. Like what you needed to hear or right. I needed to hear too. Even though I wasn't like having some kind of, 
drug problem or whatever. Right. It was just a mistake. Mm-hmm. But it's still that I needed that at that moment, and he was right there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to hear what he had to say because mm-hmm. I was not in my right mind. Right. But when he sat there and he pulled us together and he prayed, it was like, okay, okay, God, mm-hmm. I got it. I'm going to let him take care of me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to let him be in control. And I'm going to let him take care of me for the rest of the time. Like, i got to stop trying mm-hmm. to take care of everybody else plus mm-hmm. myself. And I need to let him do what he's supposed to, what he's supposed to do. Right. And then, anyway, I just wanted to share that. Because there have probably been other people that have gone through similar things that, didn't feel comfortable sharing mm-hmm. but we need accountability you needed the Most accountability the, that night yeah i needed the accountability that 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 day and it's it's a cycle if we are if we are in our word and we're reading if we're praying and we're seeking god's will and we are supporting each other mm-hmm. that it all comes back to that relationship and having that strong relationship with Christ. And you may be at a weak moment, but don't forget that God is there mm-hmm. and that He is going to provide and He's going to protect. Yeah. And He's going to put the right person in your life that needs to be there for that moment. Okay, so in talking about that and worrying and being anxious, there's a scripture that we read today at church. Um, during service, and I wanted to share that one as mm-hmm. well. And that's Matthew six twenty five. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on or what you will put on. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air; they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you being anxious can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, Will he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And this is my favorite. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do we worry? Why do we stress? Why are we anxious? Because we, we feel the need to be in control. And we're, and not, we're not. We're not in control at all. No. God is in we complete control. We can pretend like we are. Right. Like the whole time I was in the hospital, every day. Mm-hmm. Waking up, like, what is it today? What are they going to tell me? Mm-hmm. What are they going to come in and ask me? What are they going to test me for today? What is it going to, you know. I finally got to the point where I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah. You know, I mean, whatever it is, Lord, 
because I finally, I think I finally got to that point where I felt comfortable enough with the doctor that I had. I knew he was trying to figure out what was wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And I knew I wasn't crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I knew there was something wrong. Yeah. Like, I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. But when, he, you know, it was almost like that when he finally said what it was, like, there was a name. I was like, <laughs> like, that makes it better. I was like, yes. <laughs> I haven't been in here for 13 days for nothing. Like, there's a diagnosis, and I had to have, you know. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. But it's almost like you. Like, the symptoms, just because it has a name, like, the symptoms are still And the name is so weird. Do you want to hear the name? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, even to say it (laughs) is just crazy. So, let me just share it with you because I have to. I have to just, it's funny. Hello, hello, it's so funny. Okay, so this is what I had, and it sounds so nasty, but but oh well. Sphincter of Odie dysfunction. Oh, yeah, that's strange. (laughs) Are you sure they didn't make that up? No, they did not make that up. (laughs) Yes, and the procedure that I had was a, well, it kind of sounds bad, (laughs) because. What? I mean, you say it. Sphincterotomy. <laughs> Sphincterotomy. Sphincterotomy. What did I say? It's because there's the opening that right. goes to the biliary. Yes, and it was closed shut. Yes. And so anywhere there's like an opening for things to flow, that's what it's called. So they cut that open. Yes. Very good. Yes. <laughs> but he was a very intelligent, like very intelligent. He would not stop until he knew what was wrong. I love that. I know. It was awesome. Because not everyone's like that. No, they weren't like that at first. Like, they mm-hmm. were just going to send me home. It's autoimmune. Mm-hmm. Give her, you know, some steroids. Right. Patch it up and let her be on her way. Mm-hmm. But he knew. He knew something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not right. What you're describing is not right. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you leave until I know. Mm-hmm. And that right there just assures me I was where I needed to be. It happened when it needed to happen. Mm-hmm. The right doctor was there. God had it all figured out because mm-hmm. everything they did for me changed everything about my life and how I'd all the diagnoses from eight years ago are totally, I mean, they're kind of the same, yeah. but they're going to put me on a totally different regimen that's going to, you know, make my life a whole lot easier. I was in the right place yeah god already had it planned out Mm -hmm. so anyway and isn't it crazy this is what's even crazier is that he will be my new gi specialist Mm -hmm. his wife will be my rheumatologist how cool because he's a gi specialist and she's a rheumatologist Mm -hmm. so they will tag team and be my doctors how how what just tell me who god just they're married to each other yeah and they're going to take care of me Mm mm-hmm that's God awesome. totally worked that out. Yeah, he did. So why should we worry? We shouldn't. No. Shouldn't worry. So we need to be reminded of that. If you don't have an accountability partner, if you don't have somebody that you talk to that holds you accountable, mm-hmm. that actually talks and speaks truth and life yeah. and scripture, then you need to find that person. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that person, you need that person. Find that person. Yeah, for sure. Because we all need that in our life, whether it be our best friend, whether it be our spouse, Mm -hmm. whether it be somebody that's in our small group, um, 
but you need that. Not just talking to God every day. You need somebody here physically with you Mm -hmm. because it's easy. It's easy to hide behind a facade. Yeah. Yeah. But God knows. Mm -hmm. You can't hide from him. You cannot hide from him, but you can hide from people. Mm -hmm. So you need an accountability partner that you are open and transparent with. Yeah. That you're just like your relationship with God, that they know you Mm -hmm. and you cannot hide. They can see past that mask that you've put on. That's right. It's like Adam said, rip it off. Mm Mm-hmm. Rip it off. Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) We hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. We hope it's helped you in some way. Even if it only helps one, Mm -hmm. it is worth it. Most definitely. So we hope you have a wonderful week. And we can't wait to do our next podcast. Yes. Yes. Because (laughs) I am going to be back. Yes. And we are rolling. Mm -hmm. So have an awesome week. And I'll let you end it out. (laughs) Tell them what to do, girl. Like, share, subscribe on any podcast platform you listen on. Yes. Apple, Stitcher, Anchor. Any others you can think of? Did we do uh, Spotify? Anchor? Yeah. yeah. Apple Podcasts? Yeah. Yep. Spotify. And share with a friend. Yeah. Anyone that you think just could use the encouraging words or maybe dealing with the same things that we've talked about. Because each week we try to talk about something a little different. Right. Or just life. Mm-hmm. Just need to know that you're not the only crazy one out there. Yeah. We're here with you. Yeah. <laughs> we're just crazy enough to share about it. That's right. It's okay. There is a reason we're doing this. Yes. So we love you and we hope you have an awesome week. And we will see you, talk to you next time. Ta ta. Bye bye.